What's your name? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Has he taken any time to show you what you need to live? Keep going, keep going. <laughs> That's a great track. Tell it to me softly. <laughs> Tell me why. I really need to know. It's the time of the season for loving. <laughs> Come on, man. That was great. That was perfect radio voice and everything, Beautiful. man. We could have been cutting a the vinyl there. Uh, we, we should have <laughs> instead of this. Danny, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I really appreciate you being on the show and uh, coming to Toronto. Thank you for having me. And I got to let you know that you're my first Quebec-based contractor on the show. On peut faire ça en français, then? You can do it if you want, because I've got a, a large following in, in Montreal and Quebec there that listens Good. to the show, which is great. And I don't speak French, even though I was born in France, but I don't speak French. I know a little bit, you know what I mean? Like uh, uh, a toilette. Toilet. I mean, that's it. <laughs> but I mean, that I, I'm th thankful that you came. You're in Toronto. We're going to talk. You're a Mason. I am. I am. Things are different in Quebec versus Ontario masonry? Or how much different? Are they the same? I, I've never really... I've seen a couple of... It looks like bigger job sites here. Okay, right? yeah. From what I do, I'm more in the residential, private, a lot of these... Uh, the private... Private people or whatever people are stuff. selling their own, uh, yeah. building their own home. I get those calls, you know, nice. like here I see the big job sites and it's. Uh, yeah, but we don't do as much brick here in Toronto as you guys do brick there. In Montreal, there are certain areas where if you are doing a new build, it has to be fully bricked. Really? Yeah. You can't even the cheat and is, just do the... Really? The code is all fully brick, yeah. I didn't know that, because yeah. here we have a whole gamut. It could be anything now. There's all kinds of different cladding materials now. Yeah, exactly. So let's say in the, the St. Leonard area is where... The area around where I live, it's all brick. Doesn't matter what brick, because I, I know that there's new bricks coming from Europe, coming from South America, where we're getting different size bricks, different textures bricks, the, the glossy, the enamel, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that kind of stuff... Let's say in in the older areas of Montreal, they have specific type of bricks that you need to put on the buildings. Whereas maybe like the newer builds, like I said, in St. Leonard, there's not really a big... You, you can put whatever you want as long as it's all bricked and as long as it's not really different to your neighbors. You still have or, to be conscious of the environment. Yeah. The community. It, the exactly. Exactly. But I think as more time passes, I think these rules of keeping everything the same is going to start moving more and more into the suburbs, whereas now it's more in like the downtown area, you know? We're getting ahead of ourselves. Hang on. Let me get you the creds out here, man. Uh, so it's Danny. How do you pronounce the last name? Carlo Musto. There it says Dasca. I just wrote Dasca, but my last name is <laughs> Carlo, Carlo Musto. Carlo so, Musto. What part of Italy is the family from? My dad is near Rome, close to Rome, and uh, on my mom's side, we're closer near like, Naples, Naples and, and Poggia. Stuff. Yeah. Okay, so Dasco came from? Dasca is my dad's first name, Domenico Antonio, and his first partner, who was, his last name was, uh, started with SCA. Got it. So, and that's where the connection comes from. That's where it came from, yeah. Okay. So, and you've been in the business 37 years. Yeah, yeah. Basically, my dad, came my, out with a trial. Well, <laughs> yeah, my the, the company has been around for 37 years, right? So, they did the classic story coming from Italy. My uncle, Edmete, who uh, 
who was the first man to come here. He came by a plane, right? He borrowed money in Italy and came by a plane to come and set us up. It's the classic, like... Right? Despite what a lot of Canadians think, a lot of us came over on a plane, not on a boat. Yeah, well, <laughs> my uncle Edmed came on the plane and he came here. He set up the apartment for the whole family and then the rest of my family came by boat. That's generally the the, the, <coughs> yeah. the story. I know, I know. We had a very similar thing. We actually came here and went to Montreal first because that's where our first family members started in Canada. Okay. And then we came to Toronto from there. But this is back in the seven, late 70s, early 80s, right? Yeah. So it's Danny at Doska.inc and then on Instagram. No, Danny at Doskainc.com. Oh, I've got Danny at Doska.inc. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm hungover still. That's why. Danny me, at Doskainc.com. I'll, I'll say it again. So then, okay. So you can reach you at Danny at Doska.inc.com. Doskainc.com. There we go. Danny at Doskainc.com. Yeah. There exactly. I go. I I'll just follow got my it. Instagram. And, <laughs> and then Instagram to reach you is Danny at Doska, which is D O S C A. Yeah. Danny Doska. Yeah. All right. So, Danny, right off, I want to start with a question for you. A little, a little construction history. I got like little segments during the show, right? And I wanted to bring these segments all back. How far back do bricks go? Oh, right? The, just it's, take, it's the take, classic. T- just take a guess. Like, well, do you want an actual date or do you want like, it's the classic, <laughs> right? Besides, right, the prostitutes back in the Roman days, right? It's bricklaying is the oldest. It's the, the oldest, oldest trade, trade in, exactly. in the world, right? I know. So, so is it bricklaying and then prostitutes? I, I would. Uh, bricklaying came first. No? Prostitutes. Well, you need, you need to build a house and a bed, right? <laughs> so that's the chicken and egg thing, right? Yeah, exactly. So you got to build the house the first. bricks or the prostitutes? <laughs> I love it. So according I, to this researcher... I would say like, uh, I don't know. 7,000 years before Christ. Really? BC, which makes them one of the oldest known building materials. That's how far back we're talking about. There you go. And then people unearthed them and they discovered them in Turkey on a site, ancient settlement. That's as far back as it goes, man. That's 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 cool. That's, 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 that's about, a, are we allowed to swear? Oh, of course here? you are. Totally, man. This is like the construction life. Nobody, okay. There's no censorship here, right? Okay. Well, you know what a brick bond is. A brick bond, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I just a brick bond is a pattern in which bricks are laid. It applies to both brick walls and brick paving for pa- patios and paths, as well as the concrete block or other types of masonry construction. You guys handle it. That's in Italian. It's a borna. A borna. A borna. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got that out of the way. That's the history there part. Let's 7, let's get to know about you. Seven thousand years. But I love that we we're still trying to figure out was it the prostitute or was it the bricklayer that came first? But you're right. Bricklayer. They got to build the house. Yeah, you got to build the house. Unless they just did it outside at that time, right? But or like on the brick. Okay. <laughs> let's get back on the track here. So the family comes over. You guys start setting up shop. He sets up a business forty years ago. So early eighties. Pretty 80s. much. Yeah. Yeah. 84, 1984, that's it. That was the reason why I wanted to come and do this podcast. I wanted to talk about my family. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And I, I want to know. know. So how was it back then when he started in the business? So I, I, I don't think they started working for themselves right away. I think they were working for someone, right? And then again, it's the classic, I guess, Montreal. I don't know about Toronto, but the, they got together with a Jewish family who took care of us for a long time, you yeah. know? Uh, then they saw how much work uh, Mr. Sturmer was giving them, and they decided to start their own uh, their own thing in '84. Yeah, my dad, his brother. So my dad, his brother, have two other sisters, and those two sisters married two brothers. So my dad, 
his brother and his two brother-in-laws were the guys who have been working for the company for all these. So years. did they just get married to other bricklayers? Is that the idea? So that you no, can I think I think they all said come and work construction, right? I think they did little odds and ends jobs before they started construction. And then they said, you know what? We're just going to go and hang out with all the Italians and go and work at construction. And learn. And, you know, well, basically what they were doing was networking. It was like a, a, a social media, their version back then. They wanted to be in the same circle of other people that were doing the same thing so they can get more work and yeah, get more exactly. friendships. Exactly. And yeah. well, I think more in the sense where there were so many Italians in construction 40 years ago that yeah. it was like an easier, instead of going and working like a warehouse or something, what it was, right? Yeah. They went to we'll go and work in construction because they could speak Italian with everyone and it's it's a little bit easier. And you could say know? certain things about the management that they won't know what you said. <laughs> that yeah, kind of idea, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I, am I fair to say that back then, was it smaller crews doing the same amount of work versus today? You have larger crews doing the same well, amount of work? That's what it is. I'm sure it was smaller crews, but I stayed small crew. You stayed small too? We're five. For what we're, reason? Right now, we're six guys. Six so. guys. Matt, that's a big crew in my eyes. Yeah? For for Mason crew? Well, for big jobs, it's not a... No, no, because no but nowadays, if you're doing custom, if you're doing custom, you know, new brick work... I guess a six-man crew, six. Yeah, it's not. It's not big. No, no. Okay, no. we're listening to the the brick chick on the way up, and yeah. she was saying that she had two laborers for her. One, one, you know, they're not working very quickly. These people. <laughs> is that what know? it is? My, my, you guys are fast, fast, fast. My dad would would be sweating the whole day, thinking that he had two two people helping two, another one, two people helping him, or whatever it would be. He would he yeah. wouldn't produce because he would be nervous about I can't. I have to find things for these guys to do. Or, you know. That mentality there. But that's the that mindset. It's the old school mindset. The old school mindset that. never wanted to see a single person standing around. No. There was I, always something I, to do. I, I don't either. Now it helps a little bit. The prices are going up a little bit. But back in the day when you were depending on on that money to eat and to pay your mortgage, like, you know, like it was, uh, you got a per brick, whatever the price was they were making per brick or per thousand bricks was really not much. So they really needed to like produce, you know? What was it? Did he share with you back then, 40 years ago? What was the cost? Because like, it was still per brick, right? Late. It was per per thousand. I remember him always saying per thousand, per thousand bricks. Yeah, but it wasn't. But you would have to produce a thousand bricks in one day. Is that what the idea? What do you mean produce? Like lay. Lay a thousand. Well, I, yeah. More than I more would, than I would a think more than a thousand bricks a day, right? Yeah, yeah, because uh, there's on a pallet there's like four. It's five hundred. Four five hundred bricks per pallet. Let's yeah. say four hundred bricks per pallet are the bigger, the max size. Let's say. Yeah. So when it did should the, be easy? Three pallets should be easy. When, day, when, my God. when did the first like the the brick per car cost come in? Like when it was it? Because I was always when I got into the business twelve years ago it's per square foot, right? It was, yeah, it changed over recently, right? Like I know a lot of people were doing it ten years ago. They were talking about per brick, and you were paying. I think you were paying a buck fifty or so per brick to lay, depending also the size of the brick. If it was an Ontario yeah. size, which is probably similar to the original Montreal size, which is the smaller brick, which They're is what, like three by eight. No, we were, these were two and two and an eighth, okay. two and an eighth high, and then eight and a half long, okay. right? Okay. So they were charging, I think, a buck, buck fifty per brick. But now you guys are doing it per square foot. We're doing I, every time I've been pricing, which is like for a good like twelve years now, it's always been per square foot. Per square. So you just look at the drawings, you calculate the square footage price. I. But you got to factor in window openings, arches, I, sills. I basically bill. Let's say they uh, deliver me. 45 pallets and there's like 65 square feet per pallet or whatever it is. I yeah. build whatever pallets we install. I don't like to give 
prices per plan because it always changes and but man, that's actually kind of smart that makes sense yeah because then in that way too i'm 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 charging for the waste also because like you said there's windows right but it takes me more time to pick up a brick and cut it and put it around the window yep. than to just take a full one and put it right so yeah it's true so you're balancing it out i try to also when like in, yeah exactly it's easy you know i veered off sorry man so let's get back to the old man and and he getting started and circling and getting together so working. my uncle Edmed and my dad tony they started the business with my uncle giovanni and my uncle mario who is still working with me today old z 40 he's 66 it's 40 years that he's working for the company since Holy day one was never the owner just a worker for like 40 he's still working he's a beast <laughs> he's a beast we could switch it around he could right now at 66 years old still be a laborer for four bricklayers no problem i have no doubt no doubt and no not problem. stutter like he can keep up and, and he'll he'll pull your he'll pull the joints too you know or put your brick ties or whatever oh wow he's huh? a beast yeah <laughs> he's 66 66 he's in he shape. doesn't want to stop he he tells me every year he wants to stop, but when the next season comes around, he's, he's ready to go again. He's ready to go again. He's like he's like oh he's like oh Daniel do three Jordan in two three days next year maybe a little bit. Has whatever. he gone down from five to three or anything? He's still doing five day. No, I tell him you're not too bad. Like him <laughs> and my dad. My dad is sixty five. He's still working with me every yeah. day. His knees hurt. His hands hurt. I told him too bad. You got to give me another like ten years right now. Like and then. Because it, it's different, right? I have I have Mike, who's my main guy. Mike is a 31-year-old master bricklayer. Go to no, school? Did he go to school? He went to school. He he was right out of high school. Bricklaying school, started working with us. It's already 12 years he works with. He's 30. No, it's he started when he was 18. He's 31. So it's already 13 years he's with us. What's the bricklaying school in, that he went to? Did it was it in Montreal? Yeah, it's in Montreal. What do you know what it's called? It's a uh, Ecole des Métiers de Construction or whatever it is. It's okay. uh, it's the the construction right we have that CCQ. Uh, it's a construction commission of Quebec. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you got him, you got your dad, you got your, my uncle, the me, uncle and two new guys. And two new guys. Davy and Vince and uh, they're the new laborers, you know. And how would you find them? Davey was an old friend of ours who wanted to switch career completely, right? So he was a... What he was, was he doing? He before? was in accounting before, yeah. I, you know what? I've heard so many people say they were in bookkeeping, accounting, some sort of job like that, and they got into trades. Yeah. I yeah. guess it's got to be a little soul-sucking. Like, I mean, it's just the office well, environment. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it sucks for him because he's starting off at like an, an apprentice pay, right? But you'll get there. How old is he? He's also 30, I think. 30. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he's starting out and he's going to quickly jump, right? Yeah. And there's money. There's a lot of work in bricklaying. So if, if he's more You're never like going to have a man. shortage, man. There's always no. going to be work for if bricking. If you feel like working, you're going to work. You're going to make money. It's yeah. Uh, as simple as that. And we have our new kid, Vince, who's uh, coming into the uh, team and he's, uh, he's, you know, he's. How old is he? He's 20, 21. New oh, kid. Oh, he's huh? a baby, huh? Yeah. He's a, he is a baby. He is a baby. <laughs> and. Uh, we love him though. He's really like it's a hard for us, right? Where we've we've been family. It's my dad, my uncle, Mike, who's been with us forever. We're a like well-oiled machine, I want to say, you know. So it's and hard to bring for, something new in. It's it's tough. It's tough to bring something new in and not and be able to not slow us down. You not know? throw off the rhythm. The that rhythm, you guys yeah. Have. The, yeah. Like I said, the the well-oiled machine. We do some big jobs. We were four people for the longest time. Me, my dad, Mike, and Mario, and we did some jobs that. 
we had no business doing, but we, we banged it out, you know? Yeah, but that's where you challenge yourself. You want to challenge yourself and try something that you have never done before, and you scratch your head, you get a little nervous, and then you do it, oh, yeah. you and, pull it off. And it's very satisfying. Right? Yeah, huge. It's, yeah, it's very satisfying. So your dad back in the 80s, and then has he told you about what bricks changed or how brick has changed in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s? No one's putting that clay brick anymore. That's the issue. Right They're not now. touching the clay bricks. No, the new the new builds, it's very tough. My sales pitch to them is all the time, put the clay brick, please put the clay brick, right? Because for me, it looks nice and I can bang it out faster instead of doing a cement brick or a stone that takes a lot more time, a lot more, you know? He's, every, everything's becoming all, heavier now. It's becoming that, heavier and it's becoming shit. Is it's it? becoming a shit product. What I mean. do you mean, like the actual physical brick? Like, like, I remember too when we started working the actual physical brick when I would take my hammer and try to just like break it in half, break a piece off in half with brick nicely where I would hit it. Now there's, I would say like 50% of the time you hit the brick with the hammer and it's it shattering in pieces. Like, so why fuck? is that? That's just the quality of the brick. I would think so, right? I think, it, I think they just have to produce so quickly that it, they don't give it enough time to do whatever it needs to do. It needs to cure. Do you think it's the mix or do you think it's the curing or do you think it's just... I would, I would think it's the curing, yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I, I think, right? They wouldn't... They, it's, they're, they're, they're producing so much. There's so much... Which is really interesting because if you think about it, there's such a competitive market on cladding these days. You've got so many options. So many people are going either siding or wood or even going large format porcelain slabs. They're going all kinds of things, yeah. not just brick. Yeah. So are they still needing to produce more brick to get it out there or are they producing it to get it out to other countries? I, I'm sure to other countries. It's got to sure. be, right? So. Well, us, I'm sure in Montreal we, we have a big, I don't, I didn't research the the actual numbers, but I'm sure we have a, like a big import of bricks for yeah. sure. Right? My supplier is full all the time. and. So, is that frustrating for you, man? When you're like, you're in a rhythm, you cut a brick, it doesn't cut where it's supposed, it doesn't split where it's supposed it doesn't to. Doesn't split where it's supposed to. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you got to take that away and then grab another brick and do it. It gets nervous after it's like three or four in a row, and then like, what the fuck is this? At that point, you, you know, start know, calling up the supplier, going, uh, "What's going on here?" No, not even. We don't have time for that. I'm just you don't, bang yeah, it yeah. out. You want to bang it out, <laughs> so right? Just throw just it out. Fucking throw it. <laughs> throw I'm it getting, out just next I'm one. getting paid for it anyways, right? Per square foot. <laughs> <laughs> Just I know, but then you see the pallet go down, and then it's you. You see the wall not go up. Yeah, no. Well, it's not that bad, you know. Yeah. Like it's a few pieces of uh, of brick, but once we see that, it, because basically, right, if you're hitting with a hammer, if you need a, a cut, a clean cut. But if it ends up being that it's in a bad spot in the brick where you can't hit it with the hammer, then we're gonna get a cut with the saw, you know. I've never asked this from any of the bricklayers that have been on the show. I used to see my dad cut a brick with his trowel, with his knife, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and I always thought to myself, why is he doing that? Because I'm thinking that you're wrecking your trowel, but he wasn't wrecking it. He always hit it perfectly and it always split. Yeah. You guys still do that? Colpo sec, we say in Italian. Is that what it you is? You have to give it a colpo sec, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like a guy. But it gives you, like, for some weird reason, it gives you, like, the best split. Yeah. Well, it's straighter than, right? Because it's thinner, yeah. the cut is thinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah. are you not damaging the trowel? I don't think so. No. If you see my dad's trowel, you would. I was again listening to the Bricky girl, and she's like, oh, I take my time and I you know, <laughs> clean my tools." I told Daniel on the way here, "There's like, competition see, here. That's what's going on. There's competition." No, not even because if you would see my dad's trowel, <laughs> if she would see it, she would she would get anxiety for sure. It's full of cement. <laughs> full, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But how old's the trowel since his, since he started? No, I don't think since he no. started. I guess he just bought a new one. He has a new one. It's in the truck. He's not using it yet. But you know, his trowel is a. Uh, is dirty, but I guess you get you. 
um, probably even that there's a certain way that you get used to of even when it's dirty right it gets stuck or you're it probably to, feels weird if it's perfectly clean yeah because everything's sliding off yeah i guess for him right yeah that's what it is yeah. what kind of trial are you guys did everybody get the same trial? uh no i think my dad is rose okay mike, mike is rose too i think he has the 12 inch yeah the boston i think 12 yeah that's heavy man yeah that's but heavy mike, for me i'm already thinking two hours into the day that's heavy mike mike is uh <laughs> mike and my dad too my dad is 12 too i guess what's my dad he laying 12 muscle. inch block what's mm. going on with a 12 he's just he likes it yeah <laughs> he's uh mike is uh, like he's a, he's, a, he's a beast yeah he's a fucking beast yeah he's a, I, I tell everyone Popeye all the, arms. i tell he's... everyone all the time my mike is not in my company i close no, I, can, I close i don't feel like it i wouldn't i want i don't feel like it yeah, really, yeah. yeah. He's he's the engine. He's okay. really the engine of it going. My dad is. Uh, that's the tough part, man. I, like I, the new guys we're getting, like they're they're good, but they're it's tough to get to the level of the guys that I have. Right, I have, my uncle. It's forty years. Mike is already so long. My dad, it's forty years. If I want to even like expand or make my team bigger, I'm gonna have to send different people to another job site. It's not Duska anymore. You know, it's not us anymore. Like a lot of the comments I get on the job. And you like, don't want that. That's important to retain that. Huh? Yeah. For, no, well, I agree absolutely. with you. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he spent, my dad spent 40 years building the name and getting the respect of the company. I'm going to send someone I don't know and, you know, do No, a you job. can't do that. It's not because you see Dasko went there and did that. It's uh, my dad worked too hard for 40 years for me to be able to like, just like not give a shit about it. You yeah, know? yeah. Do you think your dad and your uncle think that the new guys that are coming up are too coddled like they're too soft i, I got 100 they I, thought we they thought we were me and mike were too yeah, soft. yeah so can you, like, you can only imagine what the 20 yeah. year olds of today are like forget for it. them for them i'm i, I hope i like i want to tell all the 20 year olds like like when they're thinking about going into brickling or whatever any any trade but bricklinging especially because you're the harder waking, trades. you're waking up yeah. and you're breathing dust early in the morning like right away yeah it's the mindset you have to have to be mentally strong to say okay cool i'm gonna work hard it's one day but then you're gonna realize oh my god it's after the same thing tomorrow five day another weeks. day someday six day weeks the next 20 years this is what i want to do you know so if you're gonna be going into work and be like oh fuck and like oh, yeah it's tough work whatever like I can picture your dad and your uncle looking at the younger generation and thinking they will not be what you, they are right now at 60, in their 60s. No. Still def- handling bricks. They no, won't have that not. strength for it or the mindset of it, right? No, absolutely. It's tough. It's, it, it's tough to have that mindset. You know, my dad and my uncle, so it was more like, I want to say for survival, right? I'm, I'm lucky that they did the sacrifices they did to, to build it, yeah. to be what I'm at. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not self made. I'm, everything made from my family you know they had to survive they had to go and work and they had to pay their bills whereas us the younger generation we don't have to fucking do anything in yeah. reality we don't have to fucking do There's, anything there, a lot is given a, a lot, lot is, is already given, given yeah, right yeah exactly Versus we don't we don't i i don't know real hunger real you know none of i want to say not i want to say none but like 80% of these compared kids, to the other generation compared to the other generation where like it was literally live and die that's what it was right that's, that's what it is yeah. right so what well, my the old men are never gonna look at the young generation and say like fucking great job you know <laughs> like it'll never happen no. like what the fuck do these guys know <laughs> they don't feel like that's the uh, that's the thing but uh my uncle Hermete who was the original the OG man him he's so funny 
It's so funny. He would never give any credit to anybody. Nothing at all? Zero. Not even a look of credit? His, Not even his a... look is a look of disappointment. <laughs> that's, Daniel knows him too, so he's a fucking... So a look of disappointment. Yeah, that's... He that's... just can't give it up. He no, he ref- can't. He, he can't. just refuses. He has the to... biggest heart in the world, but yeah. he'll never tell you he loves you. That's for sure. <laughs> you know? As we all know those guys, man. Those those are the hard like earth guys, man. The yeah, solid guys. Exactly. That's funny. Yeah. Do you do you okay, so your dad, your uncle, the older guys, are they having a problem training the younger guys? Are they having difficulty where they're that's not how it's done. You should be faster. I guess for me, for my dad, uh, and my uncle Mario is that maybe their communication skills aren't <laughs> as old school European, uh, yeah, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? There so, aren't any communication skills. So you know? even if they want it, if they want to like really like help and give them advice, it'll come out as a, like a, what the a fuck comment. are you doing? You know, yeah, or yeah. like a, it would come out as a comment, even though they really, you know, right now it's uh because your trade is the least wanted trade. In the sense of people that want to start. Yeah, that want to be in construction and be a tradesperson. Your trade and concrete forming, anything to do with concrete, uh, roofing, these are all the trades that are not at top of the list, but also they're the ones that are making the most money. There's a lot of money in these harder trades for that reason. But a lot of the younger generation don't want to, like you said earlier, like they don't want to wake up that early and get to the job site and start. You know, like as soon as you start your day, you start your dirty day. Like it's, Yeah, that's what it is. It's right? a dirty job, but you're starting I say it all the time. I have dust in my nose yeah. at 6.30 And you in the fight morning, Mother every Nature morning. every day too. Every day. So every day you guys are constantly paying attention to the weather and you're wondering, okay, all right, yeah, we can go in. It's only light rain. It's yeah. only light mist, whatever. But then you're thinking, ah, oh, it's going to be coming down my back and I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. It's going to be a harder day, but I still got to produce. Well, yeah, exactly. I got to think about giving the okay for the guys to stay home or not. And then we go in and we wait it out a little bit. And yeah, it's annoying. So how do we attract this, these younger? Because I had uh, Craig, I had Mark Craig um, on the show, Craig Moore Construction, and he was actually talking about when he was a teenager, he went on Skills Canada's website and he looked at all the trades that were seeing a shortage and he came across Bricklane and he saw that shortage as a serious demand. And so then he jumped into Bricklane realizing mm-hmm. and it's benefit him. So he, yeah, sure. he, he was a kid getting in the business in his 20s and then his 30s and he's making a lot more money than everybody else that was in his circle of friends. Yeah. He saw the potential there, but he understands the difficulty attached to this specific trade. Absolutely, right? It's trial work. So the number one is, I, w- I would think number one is strength. Yeah. You need to be physically able to be doing this all day yeah you're climbing scaffolds you're mixing mortar mm-hmm. you're handling a trowel yeah the, the trowel work is also a skill on its own oh, right? some, some we people haven't even don't, talked about that some yet. people don't have it no you could have it and some people just don't have it and my never dad t- tried to teach me it can never i can never pick it up i just yeah. never knew how to handle that trowel yeah. i could do other things but i just never knew how to handle the trowel and then i would watch him and it was like watching an artist where how the hell did he do how did he make the mortar danced like that. Yeah, I have exactly. no idea how yeah. that mortar moved. It was almost like he was questioning physics. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're like, exactly. going, that's insane. How does he do that? But I'm in awe of every mason like that. When I watch a skilled mason, I'm mesmerized by what they can do yeah, with that trial. With the, the trial work. Yeah. Right? And, and, and you go into school, like I'm saying, we're talking about the young people, right? You go into school and they give you this 
they'll give you like four weeks to figure out how to do the trowel or whatever is that what it is well i'm I'm thinking right well basically what what mike was explaining to me when he was in school and vince the new guy that just got out of school that you get a little piece of wall that you have like a full week to build where it's not reality of it right there's no window there's no door there's no return i'm sure they do some but whatever but like you know the the exam is doing a wall that's on ground level yeah ground level (laughs) six feet long and four feet high you know what they should actually do is set up a scaffold at least one section of it where you'd have to build it from the scaffold absolutely because that's going to be your environment yeah Yeah, you have to i think every bricklayer just walking i would take more time in school and teaching them how to build scaffolds and walk on the scaffolds go up there go you know that's a good point danny because it's true like you you see a lot of i love it when you get homeowners that want to walk the scaffold it's Mm. almost like they're walking on the scaffold with a small dog on a long <laughs> leash wearing pumps. Yeah. Like they absolutely. really have no idea how to walk on no, a scaffold. Absolutely. Man. And it's just like, I don't think you should really belong up here. You should be a little more comfortable, but yeah. I'm lucky. Everyone, every, all my clients, they trust me. So no one, no need to come up. Anywhere. <laughs> you don't need to come up. If they want to, they can, but they never do. So yeah, they should definitely work on that. I would work on that if I was in school or a teacher in school, I would spend more time on walking on the scaffold and because then it gets in your head, right? Yeah. It, it becomes second head. nature. But before it becomes second nature, once you start walking and you're wobbling and whatever it is, you're not you're not thinking about working, you're thinking about oh my God, the scaffold and it gets uh, gets in your head very quickly. You know, our young kid that came out of school, it took him a little bit now he's great. He's like the most improved player, but took him a long time to just be comfortable walking on the scaffold forget about working we we're just talking about like walking you know you got to think your dad and all the other guys are eventually going to leave this has been a big question in construction where we've got the old school guys i know that earlier you said okay 10 more years i need more 10 more years out of you before you can leave but do you prefer having a younger person come in that's from school or from just being thrown into the business just like i want to be a tradesperson i want to be a mason would you prefer they have that kind of mindset from the schooling first and then get on the job site? So at least a prep, like a preamp kind of thing. I don't mind it come out of school. I don't mind that at all. But as long as when they come out of school and come on the job site, they're able to say whatever I tell them, whatever you learned in school, forget about it. You know, <laughs> and like start. Cause you right you to, want them to have the basis? Yes, but, but I want you to be on our vibe let's say yeah you know how it is everyone does things differently you know everyone executes a job differently so if you're able to like separate that what you learn in school yes is good but it's not the ends all of yeah of of bricklaying whatever it is and be able to be open to learning with us yes then absolutely i'll take uh you know you got a very good point danny because the truth of is if you want to get into construction you got to have a massive open mind you cannot just have an attitude of coming onto a job site thinking that this is how I've learned it. This is how it's going to be done because you won't mix well with the rest of the crew. Well, that's it. Everyone has their own right. I, I say it all the time. The tricks of the trade are like the most important thing in any trade, right? Yeah. I and mean, sometimes tricks of, the, tricks of the trade are not the cold way to do it or the, the right way written down to do it, but they are what make the job advance. You yeah. know, I would say in, in that sense, not saying... Uh, actual building but let me get we got to do a section of the wall there and we got to get the bricks up there okay let's fill, set up the scaffold this way and go up faster you know or, and that kind of stuff so you guys are looking at the whole planning stages before you actually act, 
physically do the brick thing. Yeah, absolutely. You, and you want somebody that's younger coming in thinking the same kind yeah. of mindset. Yeah, like where absolutely. They, where you, you guys are playing chess, basically. 100%. You, you're looking at a, a first move to a last move, and you have to figure out how to do that. Versus, I guess, the younger trades are looking at it just like, okay, whatever he's going to tell me to do. No, you got to kind of anticipate what they're going to do. And then every mason's different, too. So Absolutely. if you're a laborer working for a mason, you got to kind of read that mason and see how they handle things or how they want things handled because people are different, right? I'm Absolutely. assuming everybody's different with their mud boards and everything like that, well, right? Well, yeah, everyone right, likes their likes their mud a different way. Yeah, that's, so I mean, that, that just more uphill challenges for anybody that's getting into the business where one guy or girl wants to mud this way, another guy or girl wants to mud this way, and then you got to just read all that stuff and figure it out. Yeah, I could imagine that... Part of, again, that mindset, like I'm saying, when you want to get into the business, when you go to school and you get into the business, this is part of it too, where that person, right, you're, you're new in, in work, uh, you're new in the field, whatever, and you're dealing with four different types of people, masons personalities, people, right? Yeah. There's also that part. There's the mental health part about it too now, right? Yeah. That we're, we're, we're very aware of these, these times and in, in, in these years. That you got to be aware of that too, whereas the old school mentality, dude. <laughs> you, you know, no, what I, mean? I know exactly what you mean, man. Like it, it kind of makes me not want to continue once my dad and my uncle are, you know. It's gonna be a turning anymore. point. It's gonna be an interesting turning point. But then you're gonna be taking it over, so you're gonna have that mindset. But you'll also have the mindset of the new school. Yeah, you're gonna have to figure out a balance of the two for the, the new generation if you want to keep it going, because you, most likely you want to keep it going, keep your that proud of it right so 100 percent right it's, it's the whole reason why i'm going still, it's, dri it's drive know? it's drive it's for drive. it yeah Absolutely. but i mean it's pride but you're going to come across a lot of laborers or new people that are not going to have that passion and it's going to frustrate you how are you going to handle that how are you gonna are you just gonna we're gonna like i have in the past some people that didn't work out they came into the team and they, they didn't work out I just, how do you handle it as i was taught is you put your head down and work right if a new guy's coming in and he's not being able to do it then i'm just gonna have to work harder and get it done you know well that's the beauty of construction it's like if it's not working out it's not working out ciao and you just you bring it up right away yeah there's no hard feelings i'm not like I don't have any dislike towards you. It's just it's not working out. You're not part of this team. You, yeah, you I don't see you being a part of this team. Well, they, it kind of comes naturally too, right? They kind of realize on their own that they're not. This might not be a good fit. Might not be a good fit. But we're an easy team to get into, but we're also a very difficult team to get into because, like, uh, like I said, we've been together for so long that it's tough to kind of join the family let's say basically what it is that you're joining our family that's right? what it is it is right. true so are you guys speaking italian or french or both um uh, mostly so so let's give let me give you the vibe at, yeah, on the yeah, job site it, yeah. right so my dad doesn't say a word all day he just gets pissed a couple of times <laughs> my dad doesn't say a word all I day. i can already visualize it I can yeah picture. he's like his knees hurt his hands hurt but doesn't say a word he still comes to work and he's like oh fuck whatever you know <laughs> My uncle Mario is the is the life of the party. Okay, he's my uncle Mario. When my, with my aunt or at home family functions, very quiet man. You know, very whatever. He's got to stay in line. Uh, yeah, he's got to stay in line. Stay in line. Yeah, Gene keeps him straight. Yes, but uh, on the job site, he's the life of the party. He's the he's whistling and uh, singing and <laughs> saying jokes and whatever it is. He's the life of the I party. I love it. I love it. And Mike and Mike is the is the 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 son that Mario 
always wanted, you know? <laughs> he has two sons too, my cousins, but like we see the joke all the time. It's like they're best friends. They're like literally best friends. So that's that's the the vibe. The new guys are 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 joining well, you know? But uh, they gotta fit into that vibe. You gotta fit into that vibe, mm-hmm. but also right, it sounds all it's jokes and laughs and whatever, but we gotta we gotta work, we gotta get it done, right? You gotta know when you gotta it's enough like fucking around or joking around and then let, you gotta get hustle, it done, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, we have to hustle all the time. Everybody's gotta look at it. And then when you guys get that vibe and it it's all lined up perfectly. It's a beautiful it's thing. just pure production at that point. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I'm sure that the team, not just one, but the team looks at it and appreciates every, it. Every some day, Some speak, right? some don't speak, some just keep it quiet and just appreciate it and walk away. We all do. That's 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 the nice part about being a bricklayer, right? Is when you step back at the end of the day, you walk down the scaffold, right? And you look up and yeah, you see, nice. like, how much did we do today? That's, that's fucking, you know, what a good day. You it's know? nice seeing the sun kind of cast over it. and Yeah, pretty and just, much. And that's what, because you guys show... I mean, for, the unfortunate thing is that you guys show up when the sun is rising and you guys are leaving when the sun is setting, man, yeah. <laughs> which is hard work. It just keeps on going back to that hard work. Yeah, that's what it is. Put your head down and work, right? There was yeah, good was, times. There's bad times. In the end, you just got to put your head down and work. And it'll. Well, that's what my dad taught me. I don't know if it's the same for no, everyone. No, it's but, true. Uh, but it's just, that's that's the old school. I don't think a lot of people use that mentality, but that's what it should be. You just got to produce. I mean, it's fun to have jokes and have some good times and screw around on the job site and things like that. But like you said, man, there's you got to work. You just got to you got to get there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what it is, man. Absolutely, it's, it's easy to get caught up in all the and uh, all the jokes and stuff. You know. Here, I got a little Ontario building code question to ask you. I don't have uh, the Quebec I'm gonna building have, code. I'm going to have all the wrong answers. No, you I'll never try. know that. I don't even know any of this stuff, man. So I got to ask you. Okay, so what is the minimum thickness of clay that can be used in a line for a chimney? Minimum thickness of that clay liner. Quarter? Uh, unfortunately, I got here metric, so it's 15.9 millimeters, which is... What's 15.9 millimeters? There you go. We're looking it up right now. <laughs> Siri. Millimeters. Who uses millimeters? No, but... A lot of guys are using it. A lot of the younger yeah. generation. The younger, the, it. it's millimeters, yeah. Yeah, it's all metric. Point 0.6 of an inch? So, five-eighths? Yeah. Yeah, it's five-eighths of an inch. Okay. That's what it is. It has to be capable of resisting without softening or cracking at a temperature of one uh, one thousand one hundred Celsius. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I in said, what did I say? Quarter? No, quarter doesn't work. No, I don't think. Uh, I, I mean, I even I don't know. I just remember it being maybe about three quarters of an inch. Whenever I'm I saw one of like, those, yeah, I'm trying to think like, about when yeah, I'm picking actual, it up. Yeah, right? picking it up, right? And yeah, I'm half I, inch. I sw- it's a minimum half inch. Yeah, it's got to be a minimum half inch, but yeah. I think most of them are three quarter inches thick. But this is saying fifteen point nine, which is closer to five eighths, but it could be three quarters. We're right. bricklayers. We don't know these measurements, man. We're just fucking. That's work. for the engineer. The engineer. Yeah, supposed to they are protecting the engineer. Man. Exactly. What the fuck? Danny. Do I mean? Okay, so we're talking to Danny here. <laughs> you can reach him on his email at Danny at Doskainc.com. There yes. we go. I eventually get it. And then on Instagram, it's Danny at Doska. D O S C A. Just Danny Doska. Just Danny Doska. That's you it. You think I'm going to get a few followers because of this podcast? Of course, you're going to get a few followers. That's what happens. You might actually get some work too. People it's, might reach out and get you, but I'm sure that you're already booked for the rest of the year. Yeah, and you're next, done. You're toast. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll come and see you. I guess. I'll come and no, leave. they got to come and see you because yeah. you're in Toronto right now, but you work in Montreal, yeah. right? I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm good till next year's construction holidays for us, which is like August. Really? Say. Yeah. You all book for that. Yeah, now I have a couple of clients. I'm hoping they hear this podcast after the win- once the winter starts, but I'm trying to push a couple of clients now. Nice. To next year. 
to just to just because you know the cement brick at this time of the year is not ideal, right? To so, delay, delay, t- and just the final product doesn't come out as. as so it. you guys have harsher winters than us. Uh yeah. But you uh, guys well, just everything gets tented and gets heated, and you just I, keep I, bugging. I, I do my renos in the winter. I take my clients. Oh, so you do? You don't? You don't do the down? Okay. I. It has to really make sense for me to to go and do a job in the winter, right? And nice. at the same time, right, I'm dealing with, I'm not dealing with, but my reality is, is that I'm going to not force my dad and my uncle at 65 and 66 years old to fucking come out at minus 40. No, and, hey, let's, no, 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 no. Let's no. go and work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> if the situation is right, yes. But if not, I do my, my bathroom renos. You've seen you've Yeah, seen yeah, my, I've my seen them exactly. So it makes my, sense that you got the downturn that way and do that work that way. Yeah, and I... I it's it's gonna be shitty to say, but I enjoy it more. I like that. I like the bathroom renos. I enjoy. It. It's, it's, you it's, it's, you it's, just it's don't want the old man pace. to hear that you said that. That's all. Uh, <laughs> it's an easier pace. It's like a, for me, anyways. It's a you know, it's a, it's more one on one with the client. Maybe sometimes it gets a little bit annoying because now, like on the brick jobs, I don't I don't have to have much discussion with. No, with the GC takes care of that. Well, not even that. Even if I'm dealing with them, like I said, even if I'm dealing with the client directly, they trust me. I've, we've been around for a long time, you know? So, yes, choose whatever brick you want or choose uh, whatever grout color you want, but the rest of the stuff, I'm taking care of it. Don't worry about it. And they will never, like, ask me anything about anything when it comes to... They'll just to know that it's going to get done properly. It's getting done properly, 100%. Do you have a particular favorite job that you've done? In the years that you worked away at this stuff, is there one that stands out? Not one specifically, but the type of jobs that I do enjoy is when it's like a small, like facade, like okay. a little small house. They have an old brick one to take out the, the brick in the front of the house and redo that. Most of my favorite jobs are the ones where I go on the job and whatever I say to the client of how they should do it is the way they do it, you know? And and those come out always more fulfilling for me, right? Because it's actual my design, where most of the time, right, there's they have some sort of designer or whatever it is. But those little facings, the little jobs where it's not like where it's appreciated, you know? Yeah. These big jobs and new constructions and, you know, commercial jobs or whatever it is, no one gives a shit what the fucking brick looks no, like. No, you want those personal homes that uh, yeah. have character and you want... So are you replacing the brick because the bricks are just... They've deteriorated? Is that what it is? Sometimes... That that's the case, but sometimes just people hate their look of the front of their house, and like they I want said, to change Leo, right? You need to have all bricks, so you can't take it down and put like a cladding or whatever it is. If you take down all brick, you got to put back up all, all brick, all brick, right? So, you know, you get into that where they're they're super happy. Uh, are you know? guys as bad as us in Montreal, where you get some really interesting people here in Toronto that paint brick and paint mortar joints and do all that stuff? Does that that there, there horrific is. action happen in Montreal? There is, but it's not a paint; it's a stain. It's a stain. They so they do the stain, but I they mean, back in the seventies and eighties, oh, roller oh style. they would use yeah, to paint them because the brick was dirty. So then, here's a way to solve it, right? Yeah, that that just makes me cringe. It. Yeah, 100%. but you ruin the brick because the brick is supposed to breathe, breathe and, yeah, and now absolutely. you're basically stopping it. Absolutely. Yeah, we get that. I I try to stay away from those jobs. To redoing these painted walls is like. They're mostly in the older areas, right? In the old buildings, the old money that people really didn't spend any money on their buildings. So it's paint over yeah, paint yeah, yeah, over yeah, yeah, paint yeah. over paint. Layers and, and layers and layers. And everything is old and we can't we can't do that kind of stuff, but it does happen. But I also it's there's a company in uh, Montreal called Freenet. 
Spray net. Spray net. They do I the staining. They do the staining. They, yeah. I know. I've heard of them in here too. I think they, I think they have some here. And, and then, I, my my buddy is uh, one of a franchisee there, and uh, I have a very good relationship with him. They do a nice job, and they have their guarantees and everything. No problem. The staining, if it's done correctly, it yeah. actually does look nice. There's also a company here in Toronto. I think they're called Brick Wash. Okay. So they'll come in and they'll wash the old brick and actually bring it right back to life. Yeah. And it, they do an amazing job with that. Yeah. And they do it all environmentally friendly, right? Because it's illegal to sandblast here. So I don't know how it is in Montreal. Oh, I'm sure it's the same. It's got to be the same thing. Because it was all about be. the catch basins, yeah. right? They didn't want all the sand going down the, the catch basins, right? Yeah, exactly. And that was the issue. So you can't do that anymore. Plus, the older clay brick, taking a sandblast into it, you're basically going to kill it if you don't know how to do it no, properly. No, it's going to be tough, yeah. especially the older one. And even the older cement brick or whatever it is, yeah, you'll you'll break it in half for sure. You guys get into all the stone? You get into stone, hand cut, hand chiseled, stone the, like natural stone? Yeah. No, never. I I I would Mike, like I said, who was like the I, t- I call it, I tell him all beast. the time. He would want to do He's it. He's the Wayne Gretzky of bricklayers <laughs> in Montreal. I have no doubt about it. Like zero. No yeah. one his age is able to do what he does. I'm sure if Mike and I will sit in front of this situation of natural stone whatever it may be we'll figure it out it'll be it'll be nice i just don't do it because i don't know how to price it and i'll be very honest right even though it's a long time i'm in the business i don't fucking know how long it's gonna take you don't know how long it's gonna take for it to come out like beauty perfect you know so i wouldn't take that chance it would be stupid like 200 bucks a square foot you're gonna lose your shirt you don't know how to try i don't know how long i'm gonna be there it's not even about losing my shirt it's how much time am i gonna waste on this job and not get to the to the next job if that was something that was inside in the winter like like i'm saying you asked me if i work in the winter a job like that i would do in the winter like a natural stone job because you could set it up set it up take my time and make sure that it comes out proper you know i i don't know how to i'm sure there's a lot of but now it's more restoration right with the natural that's stone. what they I don't do think there's anyone yeah. posing it doesn't happen often that there's people that are actually posing new natural stone. No, anymore. because it's it's far and few. There's only a couple of guys here. I know that they do it. They do it well. And then plus, again, with all the new products, you start getting the veneer natural looking. Oh, yeah, stones. exactly. That's what we're posing all yeah, the time. That's yeah. what we're doing all the time. And I don't. I'm not a fan of that. It's almost like I could go through the neighborhood, look at it, and I'm going, Yeah, that's a veneer. That's a veneer. That's natural. And you could see yeah, it because yeah. there, there's a difference to it. There is. There is. And again, same thing. Those these new products, these new veneer products, are shit. I agree. They're shit. I know, but everybody wants them, though. Everybody wants them, and this year and last year and next year, it's all this light gray fucking brick. I hate it. So is it all big there too as well? They they all want. So can you? Is that legal there? Where you don't have, if you want to replace the brick, you can replace it with a, a veneer brick, or it has to be a full brick. You you can you can, but um, I guess the question is. Why would you do that? Why would exactly? If, the house if, you're, is already, if you're removing a brick and you yeah. have the footing for the brick, there's no reason to put a. The only thing I can think of is cost. It's well, cheaper. how much cheaper can it be? I don't know, because I, you I still got to prep the base. Yeah, you, the the cost would be of material, but probably not. Yeah, probably actually. I would think that I would think that you would save on like my labor. Let's see, it's probably material and labor would be not even. I don't know, but at that point you're bringing in a tile setter, right? You're not. Yeah, you're not exactly. bringing in a mason. Exactly, There's no it's, reason to. Exactly, and you need to find a tile setter that's going to be able to build your scaffolds and do whatever. And they won't do that. Who's no. going to do that? They're not going to waste their time, right? So you sorry, you were saying that all the new bricks, the gray. So th- there's a huge trend now. Now it's the trend, yeah. Now it's the light, light gray. Co- that co- I, it, it's every every year I try. I'm telling people like, 
whatever, like not to do it, and it ends up being that everyone does the same <laughs> fucking. How how great is this? I've been in, I've been in it for so long that I've seen like I've seen the a brick become a trend and a then a trend, brick and then get out of trend exactly and then another brick yeah. come the trend yeah exactly so and, this gray is what the color of mortar no like the actual color of the of the stone itself of the stone okay the, yeah the vibe now is very light very well in Montreal I don't know about here it's very white light here gray, it's very white, dark man dark, I, yeah. I keep seeing I don't know if you're familiar with Creep Maker right so Creep Maker here is selling a lot of those darker 16 inch long two inch high bricks from Spain or from Italy or something like that and they're black. You yeah. got like almost a gunmetal gray yeah. and black, and you've got that enamel finish on. The, those are the bricks that are being installed in a lot of places. Yeah, as that was that, uh, like, like I would say five years ago in Montreal. Really? Yeah. Now it's more. Now it's very. Light. My concern is that those things are going to age badly. They all do. They all do. Like of a course, brick, especially. brick. Well, doesn't is it age. a clay brick or no? It's like a cement. It's not a. I don't think it's, it's a clay brick. It's like no. a cement brick, probably. Yeah. Yeah, ages horribly with the water and whatever it is. Of course. It's nice. Everything's nice when it's new. Yeah, That's why I'm pushing for all the time my clients to tell them, like, just put a regular clay brick. Because it will last a generation. It will last forever. Yeah. And, and, and you know, like, um, there's some expensive areas of town, whatever, and you're looking at it, and you see that they were all kind of built at the same time. So everyone, all the... Uh, I was about to say something, like, cancel culture. I was going to say all the white... <laughs> All the wives, because in the end, right, the design, the look, it ends up being most of the time, it ends up being the wife who makes the decision. For the final the, decision, because it's an aesthetic piece. Yeah, yeah for exactly, sure. Exactly, because it's a finishing, right? I guess in that street there, you see that everyone, oh, I like that, so I'm going to do that. I like that, so I'm going to do that. So everyone ends up having the kind of like the same color of house and whatever. Then there's that one person that ended Pops. up putting, the, putting, but it's he's popping it by having a clay, a red clay brick on his house. Yeah. And it's the house that looks the nicest after like 15 years, right? After 15 years, it all does. these houses look it's like true. old stone. I know. You know, I, I'm only seeing 15. It's not a long time ago. That's right? what's and, scary because brick is supposed to be centuries. Yeah, exactly. Like you you're supposed to appreciate it for centuries, not for decades. Exactly, man. exactly. And then these new products, I'm concerned, just like you, that it's only gonna last decades, man. If yeah, decades yeah. before yeah. you get sick and tired of well, it. Well, the the mortar is really good now. The mortar is better. Than is it mortar. better than before? The, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like right now, everything is pre-mixed. When I started working, we were, we were mixing with the, two shovels of sand. Yeah, <laughs> they brought us the the mountain of sand and the and the. Uh, and the uh, the cement and whatever. So you guys got it easy now. It's all it's like cushy now. It put comes the water in. in. You put the water in, just mix it. That's it's just it. consistency is all you got to exactly. figure out. Exactly. Well, that's it. Because but consistency also in the mix in the bag itself is is the same all the time. So yes. right, the cement is super good. It gets super hard quickly. You know. And it, I wash my hands with that. If there's a problem with the cement, it's not me. I put like <laughs> one fucking shovel of sand too much or whatever. Are you guys you know? doing the hopper? You're doing, or are they? How? Do, or is it just all bags? The hopper are big jobs. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, but we don't. I don't do huge okay. commercial jobs. I yeah. do really like small, so it's all bags. It's easy to maneuver one pallet of. And that's it. Sand, and know. then mix it up and cover it up and go to the next day and then move exactly. on. Exactly. Move another it. new pallet. Like usually we're at like eight or ten pallets per job of uh, cement. So it's easier to move around than that big silo, we call it, or whatever. Yeah, Hopper but you park it. I don't know. Silo, I don't know what is the official name of it, but a lot of guys use that because it just makes life a lot easier for them, even for the laborers to teach them. Literally just open up this much and then yeah. mix this much yeah. and then that's it it's done and then yeah. do it again do it again do yeah. it again right exactly you're getting a lot of clients asking for coloring the mortar yeah 
they yeah, asking well, for it. This year, a little bit, I've been trying to sell the regular grade this year because the prices went up a lot. I, I realized that. Like, How much? Reg- I think there's like a, from one time I remember thinking and looking at it because I'm not, I don't, I don't deal with like material and stuff. I really send them to my supplier to take care of everything. I don't make any money on the material or whatever yep. it is. So and the clients choose it. They choose it. They go buy it. And I tell them whenever it's delivered in front of your house, call me and I'll tell you when I can, when I can be there. It's the only way, right? I think last time I was looking into it, there was certain, uh, certain of them, it was like 10 bucks difference per bag. But bags aren't expensive to begin with. And there's a there's ton six of- bucks. Yeah, a bag of six bucks. I think a, a I think a, a one one six black. I think it was like sixteen or something per bag. There's that's 50, a huge difference. Fifty six bags per pallet. That's a huge difference, man. Yeah, it but is. But it, it's it's in the grand scheme of things, like the brick job is probably one of the biggest bills you have on on, on yeah, a new of course build, it is. right? So yeah. And the cost of that mortar is not like really it's that. Be like yeah. in grand total, you're going to be spending three grand more. You don't really see it you know but it's a lot of money and it's 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 money that you don't you don't need to spend unless you're doing a red brick i like that if you do a red brick and a red joint it always looks so nice Nice and and clean clean and classy but all these grays on these light colors you don't have to tell me that you want to get a a white uh, cement or uh, you know like (laughs) the fucking gray cement is going to dry the same fucking color as any other it's so true you're trying to share your expertise and decades of experience and also experience that's been handed down to you to the client who's looking at it for the very first time or you being educated yeah absolutely right i'm trying to why not listen to the professional i'm just saying it's it's very hard for people to i right i agree with you I totally agree with you. I don't understand why they don't listen to the professional and just here, I'll tell you, okay, you want white? Why not just go the gray? Like, I don't understand why you want to yeah, go white, that's right? That's it. You want to spend more money for, it's, it's no problem, right? And then it's it's hard for me, right? Because a white, a white cement, a white, whatever has white powder in it, in the sun dries instantly on the tables, you know? Like dries fast. Fast, fast, really fast. Faster, like... When you're in the sun, it all dries fast. Like when on on the tables, I'm saying on the mud boards, as, yeah. as you Torontonians call them. <laughs> what do you guys call them? Uh, tables? Itaola. the galch. It's like a gamut of cultures, like a gamut of languages here. So it's like I'm trying to figure out what you guys call your boards, if it's Italian or French or if it's like here. It's in, all Italian. It's all Italian, For us, right? it's all Italian. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, so right, they want to choose the white. The white because it's nice or whatever it is. But on a nice after, sunny day, I believe then you. After, this, but then after, I got to tell them that I'm going to charge you more if you're getting white cement. That's why I don't want you to And to they won't like white it. Cement. And they won't like it. It's like, you know, it's a bit of like a... But my guys are mixing the cement all day on the tables before they're even being put on the wall. So I mix it downstairs. It gets on the table. That white cement gets hard in no time. Fast, right? I have two laborers. I have one guy just mixing the cement that's on the cement board all day you know just to keep it from drying just to from keep curing from, from the my dad just to keep my dad from swearing or yeah because he's like, gonna as soon as he grabs it and goes in there is what is this he's, he's got to put water and mix it you know <laughs> so whereas you know we're, we're old school just like keep us keep, keep it simple keep it simple keep it really really especially simple. in bricks right the more yeah. you overthink the bricks and the, i want a black brick here and a white one there and this and that the more you think about it the uglier it comes out i think like less is more in bricks you get a lot of clients asking for details arches all kinds of little things or you don't have those conversations arches, but in montreal you guys have a lot of that stuff yeah we have a lot of arches and stuff yeah i'm not gonna lie i don't want, i don't feel like doing it <laughs> 
because it's a lot of work. But it's not no, I'm not I'm not afraid about the work. My my situation is again with the pricing, it's gotta be worth it for me. If I need to do an arch properly it's gonna take X gonna amount of take, time. I don't even know how long it's gonna take. Yeah. You know, I wanna say that I know how long it's gonna take, but I don't know how long it's gonna take. So if you want me to do you an arch, you're gonna pay. And you know? Yeah. Which is it sounds like shitty of me, but it's it, it's it's not. I know, but there's a lot more skill and there's a lot more time and there's a lot more work. Exactly. And I feel bad telling someone the price that I think in my head, you know, is is what it should be for me to park three guys there to work on that one to work arch. on that yeah for two weeks or a week or whatever it is it's a lot of a lot of money because yeah, i'm yeah. not only got to charge for what they're doing there but i got to charge for what i'm losing out producing production on another place you know again i love it like those type of jobs are the jobs that i would love to do all the time but i never really looked into it and i don't even know i'm saying that but i don't even know what the price there's is. only a handful of people that do it here and it's very rare special like it's a lot of hard work, is what yeah. it is, right? So then, I'm sure they're charging a good. They're charging premium. a premium. They're a charging premium. a premium because I mean, unlike you, like here we don't have as many older buildings as you guys have there in Montreal, right? And that's the little bit of a, the respect that I like because Montreal is full of those old school kind of brownstone type yeah. of facades, right? Yeah. Which I respect. I love those because they last a long time. But nobody's building those these days, yeah, because they can't afford it. Because yeah. of all those little arch details yeah. and things like yeah, that. Absolutely. Here they're trying to do it, but then as soon as you present the numbers, like, forget it. Can't done. do it. Yeah. We're changing the windows. We're going to change the whole look of the yeah. front of the house, and we're going to do this. And then, by the way, the sides are not going to have brick. They're going to have stucco. And the back of the house is going to have a veneer brick yeah. just to match the front brick. Yeah. That's the conversation. That's where it all ends up going because yeah. the numbers, like you said, it's the biggest ticket. It's one of the biggest ticket items on the, uh, on it's the budget, be, right? It has to be like you, you start getting an average house. You start getting into like 50, 60 K just for the brick bill. That's what yeah, it is. That's basically what it is. Most of the time. That's what it is like 60, 75 K material and labor, let's say. And you got to tell that to the client now. They it's don't gonna want cost you another twenty five because you want to do your arches in front of your house. Oh, that's exactly it. I believe right. it, right? And you're gonna say, "Wow, well, twenty Because my daughter's bedroom, my son's bedroom, the living room, and yeah. now the front entryway, and I want an arch on every uh, single yeah. one. Okay, all right. Yeah, it would be it would be great. It would be I would love to. Like I said, I would love to do it. I just don't know how to price it. Yeah. Once you're there and once you're rolling, and right? I don't think you'll be able to find a client that's gonna want to possibly appreciate it later on. You know what I mean? Like it was worth that extra money. Well, yeah. Because once you get inside and you start doing all the finishing details, they're like, oh, that 25K could have gone into to, the kitchen, into, this. into yeah, the master. Exactly. That's my problem too, right? You you fight that all the time, right? All the time because I'm at the end. I fight that and I fight, Daniel could tell you, the, the financing, right? When people are doing an auto construction, they call it in Montreal, right? You say X amount, so it's 65, 70 grand for the brick, right? So the bank is going to tell you. You're done your brick. I'm going to come inspect. Uh, I'm going to give you the 65. We have the same BS here, man. So it's the, the bricklayer's got to hurry up. Hurry up. Finish because yeah. they have to release me this money yeah, or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, right? So it's, it's the same thing. It's the same. They're trying, they're trying to cut your bill so that they could have a bit more extra. What I love is that they're bringing in somebody that doesn't know anything about construction to assess the level of workmanship that's already been produced so they can sign yeah. off on the amount to release. And it's just, it's just right? They oh, say, yeah. oh, your tiles are down. Good, but... Before you're ready for tile, there's everything else. A, a bunch right? of other stuff. So someone's going to be carrying a float. And that's the thing is that you'll figure out who's going to carry that float. And nobody wants to carry the float. 
it ends up being the last guys all the time, right? That's what it is. That's why I'm envious of the first guys. Yeah. Foundation, framers, roofers, they get paid in full and gone. Over there, the foundation <laughs> guys in Montreal now, it's you pay the bill right away or else we don't even come. Really? Done. This brings up a good point that I wanted to talk to you about because I know that construction in Montreal is different than construction here when it comes to inspections and the way the industry is run there versus here. Yeah, well, there we have the, right, we have the CCQ, we call it. It's okay. every, every um, company owner's worst nightmare. So what does the CCQ stand for? for? It's a Commission Construction de Québec. Okay. And that's the governing body of what? <laughs> what do they do exactly? <laughs> do, you want, do you want the politically correct no, answer? No, I, 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 want want, I want the real answer without getting in trouble. I don't need well, a, a, a knock the, the, on my the, door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, don't, I don't need a <laughs> knock on my door, those bastards. <laughs> Um, that's where I'm getting. I right, think everybody that's well, listening, they take, care, they take care of the insurances and the uh, vacation pays, and so like if you're a bricklayer in Montreal and you're starting as an apprentice, the CCQ is the person who tells me how much I have to pay them. They do X amount of hours, thousand, two thousand hours, and they get a raise. Got it. But this is all through the com the construction commission. So this is a is, standard. Like this is is this applicable to every trade? Every single, well, every trade, yes. Let's say if you're in new construction, CCQ is the governing body. Let's say we're going to say governing body, new construction and commercial and all that stuff. Or if you're doing any like renovation jobs that are on duplexes or triplexes that have more than uh, one door, then that's CCQ governed also. But just a regular reno that you're ripping out, no a single bathroom? dwelling home, no, you nothing. Don't, you don't, you don't need it. No, I did. I live in a duplex. We did the own brick on my duplex i had to pay my guys their ccq hours because a ccq inspector came i swear to you ccq inspector came wow ask everybody for their cards and right because they have the ccq card that they're actual bricklayers and i had to pay my guys those hours that day because it's it's a duplex wow yeah it's a legal mafia ccq it's a legal <laughs> mafia See, that's what I wanted to say, but I don't want to knock on the door. That's what it is. I mean, it's just... It's well, a, dude, if they come knock at your door, it means that your podcast is doing really fucking good, <laughs> man. That means that, like, we're going to be good. We want that. We want CCQ So, so you're basically saying if I get a knock on my Sprinter van or I get a knock on my door or something it's like that... It's the CCQ from Quebec? <laughs> fucking right. Danny did a good job. So, okay, basically, that's where I was getting, because that's what I've heard. I've heard that's how the body is. That's how it works. That's how it, it, it makes it difficult for people to run a construction business then. 100%. I'm sorry, right? but it does. It makes it very difficult. 100%. 100%, right? All this, the, I always hear the same thing. There's no bricklayers. You make a lot of money. This, that. It's not. You got to be ready for these, for these guys, you know, all the time. There's, a, right, we pay out, we pay out portions to the CCQ as per hours that our guys do, you know, and if everything is, yeah, you are, it's it's not great, you know, in, in certain terms of turning a profit the right way. Yeah. Straight shooting. See, know? that's where I'm getting with it because the thing is if you literally want to be a boy scout or a girl scout and run a business properly and legally, you can't turn a profit. That's just a fact. It's it, it's crazy to That's say, scary, right, man? but it's true. I think it's true. It's scary to say it. Thinking about my dad, that it's forty years that he's fucking doing it. And you've got a passion for this, and not a lot of people in this country have that passion for that trade, and yet you're kind of tying their hands on how to do it or how to make money off of your skill set, which is it's nuts. It goes against from building a country, 
and building a population of people that want to be productive and contribute and get back right Absolutely. instead of just basically paying into a governing body that's not really benefiting you absolutely so that's what it is right well, but that's, i'm, I'm that's, a guy that's a outside of it four hour podcast oh i know it's, it's crazy but that. you guys i've also been told that you guys don't necessarily have building inspectors that show up for structural purposes or even just for the like we have the you know the excavation we have the foundation we have the framing we don't have a roofing one, which I still question all the time. Then they'll come in and start handling the mechanical insulation, and then they're finished. Yeah. But you guys don't have that. Uh, the, the the GCR is it G, GCR the GCR, which is is also a governing body who takes care of like let's say the guarantees. But basically, how it works is that the contractor who's building the house decides if he wants to his homes to be accredited by. Okay, that organization. That organization, which is a governing, which is a government-run, run body. So the GC decides, not the, the homeowner. If he wants to have the 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 credits for the GCR and have, but no, if if you don't want to have it, you don't have them involved. What's the benefit of having the credit attached to the structure that's being built? Well, I'm saying for for the contractor, the guarantees and and all that stuff, right? So that you have a backup in in the government uh, body that will back you up for your guarantees, I got it. Okay. right? Okay. Whereas just the the banks won't. So that's where it is. So they, they, and I yeah. know I've heard that, right? So we've got Daniel. Sorry, off mic here, just feeding us some information. So the idea is that you won't get your fine, and that's the same thing here. It's just like you want a construction mortgage, you won't get approved unless you get attached to this. Yeah. And what what about for like a auto auto construction? Same thing. So they do they do that on purpose, right? They do it so then you can feed this machine. I, I totally agree with you because, like I said earlier, it's just if the government or any of these governing bodies actually broke down and looked at your paperwork and exactly what things cost and how you're running a business, you might as well be at McDonald's serving burgers, man. That's just the truth of it. I'm sorry, but it is. I mean, like you'll make more money at $14 a, an hour and, and not have any of this overhead and all these extra bills, right? And all the stress. You know? Stress, exactly. Stress, all kinds of stuff, right? I say it all the time. So I certainly hope I don't get a knock on the door. Right? <laughs> I hope you do. Like I told you, if you do, it means like you're you're making it. You don't need the fucking construction. Well, I've, I've pissed off plenty of people, man. It's just <laughs> I want to ask you. Okay, what what do I got here? Um, I want to ask you a little safety, a little green book. We have green book. You guys don't have green book there, right? Safety. What's your book there? Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's the uh, we do. I don't know what it's called. But it's not called a green book. Ours is actually a green book. It's okay. Just, I want to ask you guys. Day, it's it's relevant to you. So, what are the four major hazards in scaffold safety? What's the four top ones that they're always concerned about when well, it comes? I'm, I'm sure the way the feet are placed and the boards at the bottom, right? The the way you're attached. If you're t- number one is falls, 
just the lack of guardrails improper. Well, it's well, kind of connected to thank, that. Yeah. Thank you sorry, very much, sorry, Toronto sorry, Building Code. <laughs> improper installation of guardrails and failure to use personal fall arrest systems when required. Yeah. Like So I guess technically, if your scaffold's got a cage around it, you don't need to be wearing a harness. But if the cage is not on it, you have to be wearing a, har a harness. I think I'd us, like to see a, a brick layer. I, I think us, the way we do it all the time is we're always tied all the time. You have to be, right? Yeah, I've, I never am. Second one, <laughs> the second one is scaffold collapse. So I guess that goes the back to the feet and exactly, the and then struck by falling materials. Okay. So I yeah. guess if someone's working above and above, another one's yeah. coming down, and the final fourth major hazard is electro electrocution. Really? Oh, next row. Well, because I guess you're building scaffolding too close to power lines. Yeah, power lines, yeah. Right? Uh, or you're working during a thunderstorm. I don't know why yeah, you would be no, working exactly. during a thunderstorm, but most of the, most of the time there's no. There's no, there shouldn't be anybody working above above us. But you right? never know. What if the homeowner shows up and they're walking the dog with a long leash and wearing pumps and they <laughs> want to go to the top to take a look at things, right? Yeah, so they yeah, could be kicking a brick or something. But. So you decide. You go up or, or your bricklayers <laughs> leave. Which one do you want? Well, no, no. You guys stay. Keep on working. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's what they're going to say. <laughs> exactly. What else you want to chat about, Danny? I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> whatever i'm having fun huh? i don't want you to get in trouble because i love that you're sharing so much because i'm not so familiar with the montreal side of the business right so i'm fascinated by that side of the business but also by bricklaying and, and things like that yeah. right so that's it like i said i wanted to i wanted to come here to i i, I want to say like honor and my family you know yeah. that's what it was i want this to be that's a, old school i love that you know in reality don't be offended when i say this but doing the hardcore life I can't generate more business by doing this podcast, you know, yeah. but I'm doing it so that in like 10 years, I could have it here for my dad to listen to and for my family. Will he listen to it? I, I hope so. He's yeah. going to listen to it, but it depends. He's probably going to fall asleep after the first half hour there and, you know, he's tired of that. Just you know? tell him that. No, no, you got to wait till this part. You got to wait till this part. You got to go to this part. It's not. He won't. He won't. He's gonna fall what asleep. if you just play it in the house? Like, just let it play. And then he comes in and he's like, who's that? That's not, who's that? That sounds like... If no. He's, if he's not working, if he's not working or in the garden, he's sleeping. Okay. Uh, right, he's resting. Some, he's resting. He's yeah. resting. Yeah, he's tired for him. Put moment. it on the job site. Yeah. That that would be it. When is it coming out? You're sending it to I'll me. I'll post it next week. Yeah. I'll post go. it next week. I'll put it, it on the there. job site. And so put it on the job. I'd be curious to see what so he that's, says. So that's it. That's just, just to have for them. A lot of things I'm doing now, my new logos and stuff is uh, since 1984 and all that stuff. It's... Like my tattoo, same thing. I'm doing all my stuff. So too. he's handed everything off. He's he's already passing the torch. Yeah, it's been a while, you yeah. know. And I'm just doing all this to to honor them and to honor, you know. Like in the end, right? My dad, my uncle, and my dad's two sisters and their husbands who their worked, husbands who yeah. worked with us. This company fed the whole family for fucking forty built, years. Built you generations. Know? You know? Yeah. Right? My, uh, and there's a lot of respect there. I, I've always liked that you had people come from different countries, leave everything, start all over again, and yeah. start a family, and start an industry, yeah. start a career, and then built it, built it into something. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, man, we ate, the whole family ate because of the company. And yeah. That, that's the reason why I'm going. Not because I love to breed dust all day no and, you no know, i know be full of cement all day but it always makes me worry about and i don't want to jab at the younger generation are we building bricklayers they don't i don't I don't think they would have the same mindset like i do right i think there's that that gener we're missing that one generation right because it's, it goes from right now it's my dad's generation to me but like 
my kids, they need to go to your dad type of generation. Exactly. And, but I, that's I, not, it's not happening. There. It's, not, it's definitely not happening. Right? De- definitely not happening. I, I, I don't want my kids to be bricklayers. That's for sure. You know? I find that really funny because I've spoken to so many of the trades that have the harder trades. And they don't want their kids to do what they did. They want something else for their kid. Yeah. But if, if you it got happens a, naturally, if you got a love for it, you got a love for it, right? But I get, it. I totally understand. Nobody wants to like. I don't want you to be sixty years old and doing this. I want you to be doing something else. Yeah, yeah. But then you get into the accounting job and soul sucking. Yeah, and you, exactly. And that's then you're not happy, true. right? So you really yeah. got to understand, find your happiness in whatever you do. Well, and hopefully, then, like say, hopefully for me, for my kids, it would be that the company has grown enough or is, you know, good enough that I could employ my my kid, but I'm going to tell me, hey, you're going to go to school and you're going to learn how to be an architect or whatever it is. And you're going to work for me. That's the end. That's the end goal. I would think for everyone is to have a yeah. big enough enterprise where, but if they want to be bricklayers, they'll be bricklayers, I guess. It's it in sucks the blood. for them. It'll be in the blood, right? Well, it really is in our blood, right? Because yeah. not only my dad and his, his brother-in-laws and it's also my dad's like first cousins were all bricklayers and like really like, a lot of people in my family are, are bricklayers, which is super cool, you know? So 10 years from now, Danny, where do you see the company? How do you see the company? 10 years from now. So 10 years from now, ideal for me would be that. I would be doing those restoration jobs. I would be happy. Focusing on those. Me, Mike, maybe one other guy, two other guys, and doing that restoration job where I know that I have to have a pay for me. You know, because in the end, that's what it is, right? We're doing this because... yeah. Right for the fucking pay, right? Or else I would be an artist or something. I would be, you know <laughs> what I mean? I wouldn't be a bricklayer. Right? So that's it. We have like these jobs where I'm able to know I could price it out. Me and Mike need to make X amount of money or whatever it is per week, and you know I could take my time and do this more skilled type of uh, work, which is also not as physically demanding too. You know, you can take more time and just sit back that's and problem it. solve. Take the it. jobs that I want. Yeah. And do whatever. Like I don't know. I'm I'm trying to get into the, that niche. Like my niche, I'm hoping to get into is going to be right now high end builds, personal homes and high end builds. That's what I would like to always stay with, and then high end renovations in brick specifically. Is there a lot yeah. of competition in Montreal, in Brickland? I I wouldn't be able to tell you, because I I've never felt it. Really? You know? Yeah. I've never felt you get the no. calls. You get the calls. It's not about listen, Danny. We're putting you up against this person, and they're like two thousand dollars less or whatever. Give it to them. Yeah, <laughs> take Fucking it. Fucking give take it to them. Take it. You it's know? a price to the bottom at that bullshit. I'm lucky again. Like I said, my dad's been around for a long time, and he's been always an honest, hardworking man. He's never fucked anyone, you know. So, like right now, I feel it. I'm not saying all of them, but the new builds in the area that. I live in and work in, I get a lot of those calls, which I'm very happy to, to, that. The that, word of mouth it. is out there. It's there. We're there. We're, Duska, they know, you know who, who we are, you yeah. know? So I, we, I get most of those calls, so I'm able to pick and choose. So to feel that I have a competition, no. I know there's a lot of young guys that are trying to start their, their bricklaying because, right, there's no bricklayers. So let's go into So they brick- look at the void. Yeah, exactly. Like your like your friend, I forgot his name. Yeah, then, yeah. So Mark, know? yeah. So they look at the void and they go, "I'll come in," but I gotta I gotta say, bricklaying is one of the trades that sure you can find the void, 
but you need to have the skill. To you back gotta it. fucking order. If you tools, don't man. know how to back the skill, then you either gotta learn, apprentice, be around, absorb, and then come and fill the void. Yeah, you can't absolutely. just jump into the void jump because. It and, and then I've also said that you can't just jump in for the coin. It no. can't just be for the money, right? Yeah. You have to have a love for it too. So then the money will come on its own. Absolutely, it'll grow. If you do it that way, you'll be a botcher all your life. Yeah, right? you're gonna be a fucking. But there's lots of guys like that. There's too many. <sighs> There's too many. And that's why I like to give away jobs whenever it is. So you won't even bother. Like, I, I love it that you won't even, if the client tries to play that card. Zero. Apples and apples here. And they're like, Zero. okay, we'll go with them. Take care. Bye. My price is X because I know that that's the price that I need and my family needs to be able to execute the job properly. Your work family. It's the work family. It's my family. Family. Exactly. My family. Mike had a kid. Uh Two years ago, a year, the beast, a year and a bit. The beast has a kid. The beast has a kid. <laughs> like it, it's, it, 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 I don't want to say it stressed me out, but that's another mouth that I have to feed. So yes. I, that's that's family mentality, yes. right? Yes. In the end, it right? is. That's not. That's truth. Right it's there. truth. It's family, right? Because we're not big, like I said. You know, it's truth. Leah, she she needs to eat, and Mike needs to be still comfortable, and all these guys. You know, it's it's a that's the family mentality, right? What were we saying? Uh, I thought about I thought about Leah. She's so cute. <laughs> I was just about to say it's just really ironic that he's the beast and he's the tough one. He's the strong one, and then he he gets a girl. Yeah, it's, he gets it's a girl. his first kid, yeah. which is interesting because it's probably going to soften him up. No, or maybe not. Yeah, he, but he's always he was always a softie. <laughs> he was always a softie. <laughs> no, we were, what were we saying before that? About the pricing. Oh, about the, yeah. About no, the, about the young guys trying to get in just to get to fill the void, right? Yeah, no, we were, say, we were saying about the competition, right? Yeah, okay, that's it. That's what I was saying. We were saying, like, I just let jobs go, Yeah. right? In Which the is sense. the smarter move. Yeah, that's it. Like, I know what it takes to operate and to execute the job. So if you're you're telling me, no, I'm too expensive, but you you never fucking did You've anything. You've never done it. You don't understand it. This is the... the, the, the we You're could, comparing it talk, to another price. For like oh, I know. Three but days, you know that's that? what, so, but then you'll get, let's say you get one of those botchers. You'll get a botcher come in and give you a price that's lower, but doesn't have the passion or the quality attached to it. Or he just doesn't know or how to doesn't execute. Know. Exactly. Simple, he doesn't know how it's long true. it takes. They'll get the job and, and then do a bad job. And then where they left. And I don't, I don't even think they would necessarily do a bad job purposely, but they would do a bad job because they price it lower, but then they realize that it's going to take to longer. To make money, I'm going to have to do this. Hurry up. I need yeah. to hurry up now. And then after that's when mistakes happen, You're going to miss right? things. Exactly. Yeah. You know? But that's, uh, that's the biggest struggle, too, is giving prices to the, like, let's say, older generations. When's the last time you priced, like, an old generation? Like, like, a, like I did it 70 recently. and Yeah, I did and it recently, over. and everything that I would price, even though there was extras or even the initial price, everything was too high. It was it's always like, it's too high, it's too high. And, and then can you lower it down? Can you lower it down? And I, I've never lowered down my price just for the sake of lowering down my price. I've always replied by saying, you need to reduce the scope. Yeah, you absolutely. need to re remove something. Absolutely, that's how the price goes down. That's the, the only the way. The older generation is just—they don't like, understand think, that. Yeah. No, I think it's just natural that you're too expensive. Yeah. The answer is you're too expensive. You're because always going to be that natural. Way. Yeah, yeah. Even today, I mean, you're looking at it like, okay, what's the average hourly rate for a brickie these days in Montreal? What do you mean? Like, a let's say, let's say, if it's 
res- let's say residential, the money's going straight in my pockets. Like for like, I would be at forty bucks an hour. Yeah, and that's that's decent. It's not high. It's not, it's not low. low. It's very fair. Yeah, it's fair, right? That's yeah. what it is. But you tell that to an older generation client. Yeah, never. they think that's a lot of money. Yeah, of course. Right, well, it is a lot of money, but not for what they're getting in return. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A mechanic or whatever they charge hundred. Well, see, bucks that's, they'll never squawk at that. They'll come into a mechanic and see the sandwich board, and they'll see the hourly rates for whatever work's going to be done. But if you were to have a sandwich board on your job site and you go, "Here's the hourly rates for all my guys," yeah, they'd be like looking at it going, "That's crazy." Yeah, but go fix your Lexus right now and pay those rates. Yeah, you have no problem with doing that, or going shopping and doing whatever you want and pay for those rates, right? Yeah. I'm still yeah. dumbfounded on the cost of sneakers or cost of this or cost of that. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Every, like you're a bit old school like I am. Yeah. Right? I was looking at it in the scheme of like it, like if you have someone there, let's say, at your house for 10 hours in the day, you got to give them 400 bucks. You better have some sort of result, you know, just for his Oh, labor. that's right. You got to keep on delivering. The skill has, got, to, be has to be there. It cannot exactly. just be about the numbers. Yeah, absolutely. You, you have to back it up. Well, Otherwise. that's the argument that you have is like I, one, one older Italian lady, she was also very cute. And when, when I go with Italians, I speak to Italian with them. Of course they them. do. They that, fucking, that, that's how it is. They, yeah. love, they love me, yeah, right? Yeah. So they feel like, you know, I went to give her a price and she was like, no, it's too, it's too it's, it can't it's too expensive. And, and I told her like, you don't you don't even know what anything costs. I told her like straight to her face, and I felt I felt bad. But I told her in Italian like, you don't even know. How do you know that it's expensive? And that's the the biggest struggle of having to deal with like. But she's the, comparing it to she bought the house fifty years ago for yeah. ten thousand dollars. Yeah, but I want to make her happy. <laughs> I want to do the job because I want to make her happy because you know it's always that referral of when an older Italian person calls me. I, I again it's that you've proud. got a heart for it, right? I feel I feel proud yeah, about it, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you know, they're like, calling you for a reason. They're calling me because they asked. And it's my dad's name that came up, right? And they're calling me because uh, the old man that uh, knew my dad still has my dad's number. Then they call the house and they get my number. So yeah, I feel yeah, proud, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, to yeah. go. And I want to do the job. So I, I get nervous at them as if they're my mom or like my grandma. Like, you don't even know. Why are you telling me? Why is it? What do you mean it's expensive? You don't so, even know how long it's. So how long. do you handle it? Do you stay and try to work it out? Or you, you kind of just <laughs> have, your, have your kids call me. Have your children deal with the kids. In the, with end, the kids. in the end, it's them that make the decision, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just not there because they're working. So the mom is home. I'm going to see the job, but it's have the kids call me. And then I like to see, like, especially when I go see jobs like that way, is tell me what you you think you're about to spend on this job. Tell me what what it should be, and and I'll let you know if I'm interested in. in but doing they're it. gonna tell you what they've saved or what line of credit that they have or what they've borrowed to get this job done. Absolutely. So that's based on your own personal financial history, not on what the cost of the the actual job is. Yeah. Those are two different numbers. Absolutely. Usually their number's lower and your number's higher. All the time. That's just how it is. And you go, and especially in bricks, right? We could be, we could do you this joint repair or we could tear down the wall. So you could spend thousand bucks for me to be there for a day or we can go with 35 55 and we'll do all the brick brand new so you have to tell me what what you expect which is best right if you're giving me a number that's not good for your home or for for what we need to do then there's no point you know you ever get into tuck pointing you guys don't do any i hate it 
it's I just did it. I it's, did it's one of the it's hard man i've done it a couple of times and i've watched the crew do it and i'm just like i feel for you guys man this is bad like this is hard hard work it's yeah grinding yeah. all the joints making sure you're cleaning the brick you're getting over it it's ready. horrible and then literally just you know dust all day yeah you're well, I'll do it with the beaker's bag, right? It'll be oh, do you, yeah, you do it with the bag? I've seen the guys just do it with the hawk and, and, and the little... Oh, really? Well, maybe the smaller joints. Yeah, they go to the smaller bit. joints and do that, right? And it just it goes pretty fast once you get into a rhythm. Yeah. But, I mean, when you're doing... How much does your wrist hurt? Oh, uh, that's just it's, it's a whole thing, man. I would never do that. I, yeah. know, I hate it It's hard. So it's hard much. work. But, I mean, there's got to be a huge demand for that in Montreal as well. There is, and I work together with joey who's who's one of the rare bricklayers that i know that he loves it he tells me i love it he loves it what the fuck do you mean you love it how do you love it? what does he love about it i have no idea man i guess the money right you could charge a premium because it's it's just unique enough nobody feels like doing it exactly but he, he loves to do it so i'm very lucky man all my people that call me for the brick pointing or whatever it is it's transferred a call to joey joey will take care of you and i'm good so i haven't needed to do it just yet but again like i said when we're just maybe in 10 years when i'm just three guys maybe i'll enjoy it right you never know you have to just never know where he's going to take it right you You have to just pick up a a few bags of cement to go with a truck and (laughs) ah, you know that's like sit there comfortably that's it i would actually sit yeah yeah. maybe not in 10 years i'll be too young in 10 years (laughs) maybe like when i'm my dad's age i'll just want to do brickling but sit down while i'm doing it i don't know that's all we'll Mm. have to figure it out you ever drive around town and just look at other buildings, other brickwork, and just... All the time. All the time, huh? All the time. I look you at ever it. see bad and good? Anytime we say, non <laughs> So it means that you never criticize a fucking bricklayer's work. It's always good. Except for like the really bad ones. <laughs> right? That's what it is. Like to drive you around. never criticize another bricklayer's work. I, I love I, that. I, I would... No, you can't. Because, again... Build the scaffolds. Yes. Up. Yes. And fucking go do it yourself. Yes. I agree <laughs> right? with you, man. Totally. 100%. I know it, it, it sounds it sounds stupid, but yeah. that's what it is. It's there's not there's not many people that feel like it or that know how to do it. Does the old man drive around and do the same thing? My walk, my daddy likes around? to point out what he'll did, point out. We did we did that one. We did that one. We okay. Did that one. That's the that's his vibe. But he won't point around. out anything bad. On other other people's jobs. Now I think his vibe now is in the new construction. He likes to point out all the bad stuff that's happening on brick jobs just because he's understanding. But now new that. construction is like here's the number, that's all you get. Yeah. That's the work that has to get done. Yeah, exactly. So the only way you make money is if you cut corners. Yeah. My dad freaks out how well, there was a job near our home that we were passing by every day. He freaks out about how long the jobs take, the amount of time that the scaffolds were up or how they're executed. They're like taking a lot longer? It's, it's, it seems like it. It really seems like it, that the pace is really slow. Like we were, I, like me too, driving by it and, and seeing the scaffolds up there for like three weeks where I'm looking at it. I could have done that in one week with our team. So I'm guessing that's his mentality of the new school generation where, well, it, maybe it's the actual truth of it is that the new school people coming just in. Just move slower? Or they slower, just, just don't know how to execute the way we execute, with the way the old school style, right? It's a, it's another, again, we could talk for five days. Is the new school it's old mentality school. or way of doing it better than the old school or is the old school one still But, but have, you, have you not noticed in this whole COVID pandemic that the younger generation gets paid the same amount whether they service 100 people coming into a store or if they service 50 people yeah. coming into a store? 
Yeah. You're still getting paid the same amount. So if you got a bricklayer going on a job site and I put 50 bricks in and I do 100 bricks, I'm still getting paid the same amount that day. Imagine. That's Imagine. not and, right. And, and That's also not right. the new generation, you can't fucking scream at them because you're, you're going to... You can't say, like, hurry the fuck up. What's wrong with you? You, you or, can. <laughs> you can, but then then it's like... You, it's a different it's world. It's a different world. It yeah. really is. And I understand that world. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to see I'm ecstatic, but I'm happy that we're in the world, in this type of... In this world, but that'll be the biggest struggle is that, is that is telling someone really, like, you fucking suck. Stop it or shut the fuck up. You're talking too much or whatever it is. It's not going to exist anymore. Whereas I, that's how I learned. But that's how we all learned. That's, that's how, how we learned. grew up. That's yeah. how that's wh- how we learned. We learned because someone told us, you fucked up. Yeah. You made a mistake. This is how you fix it. Yeah. I'm going to show <laughs> you. Or in my case, my uncle Edmund is, you're no good. Go to school. <laughs> Shut up! You know nothing. <laughs> you know, like I would say, if because it's like, that's truth, man. He's giving you a piece of truth, <laughs> and then you. Need Mike to worked on a stone job with my uncle at Med for like three months in Pierrefonds. In Pierrefonds, an area of the city, and uh, I have no fucking idea how he did it. My uncle at Med is like the most. I told you, biggest heart. He could be an. I want to say he could be an asshole sometimes because he doesn't think about what he says, right? You know, and Mike did it for three months. Nobody, nobody, I, I'll put my hands on fire. I'll even, I'll pay for your trip from Toronto to Montreal and make you spend a week on the scaffold with my Uncle Edmet. No one would make it. They won't, the they won't survive? No they, no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't. He it's, just doesn't have the patience for it. It's not the patience, yeah, it's the patience. And it's also, he's very demanding. He's very demanding. And he and his the old school mentality is the general old school mentality where as the way they learn how to do it, and the way they do it is the only proper way to do it, even if their way is wrong. So that's if the way. That's the way, right? So I'm working with these guys, and dude, you're you're doing it this way. You're stupid. How come you're doing it that way? He's stupid. <laughs> hurry up. Do it my way. Hurry up. You know. So I'm saying, like, I don't know, man. The new generation. I'm I'm not sure. I don't want. That's why I was saying. I don't want to talk for everybody. No, but I, I know. But that's what I was saying is that a lot of the younger generation is not jumping into this trade, man. Maybe yeah. it's something to do with it's the hard work. Maybe it's something to do with the way it's being taught. The schools here are good. The schools here are really good. They're they're training the, the kids properly. And from what I hear, that when they do show up to a job site, they're relatively ready to start absorbing. You know what I mean? They're yeah. they're they're ready to start learning, but they still have to have that clean slate. Yeah, it's absolutely. really important, like you said earlier, where it's like I want you to forget what you learned there, have it, yeah, forget it, exactly. but have it, and then come here and I'm gonna show you how to do it here yeah, now. Yeah. And then Absolutely. go from there, man. And we have to have faith in the new generation, I guess, is right? To have a bit of... Uh, You're not going to get automated bricklaying as much as we see some videos on Instagram or whatever. It's 15 years I'm seeing these videos. Oh, look, it's a mechanic. It's not going to happen. Never. People, people are still going to want someone with a trowel and a brick 100%. laying it, pulling the string. 100%. Done. 100%. That's just how it's, it's, it's That's be. what it is. It's, arti- it's artisanal. Yes, right? it is, man. 100%. <laughs> it's artisanal, right? So it's, it's a... So anything else you want to chat about, Danny? I, don't know. We, I want to out, wrap it you up. Took a out bit? the wrap it up paper. So <laughs> we're, at, we're at ninety minutes. Oh yeah, we're at ninety uh, minutes, that, man. That's good. So Danny at uh, doskainc.com. Yeah, and then it's on Instagram, it's at Danny Doska. Danny Doska, exactly. And I, my Instagram is uh, a lot of work, but a lot of family. Who's doing it? Of, You're doing it. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of family me. on it, man. Yeah, it's me. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's my, it's my person. I don't have like that's a why it's my I've always said Instagram. that. I've always said that whoever it is, that's the person who should be speaking on the page. 
because yeah. you'll get the truest sense of who that page is. Absolutely. It's and I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying getting uh, the Instagram going and people are starting <laughs> to like it too. I have my music all the time. I like to choose music. I was a DJ for a long time. So back in like the day, my, I feel like my songs are good. Yeah. Yeah. I DJed for a long time, 15 years. So you're DJing and bricklaying at the same time. They were crossing over. You know, when my, you know when your dad says you have to put your head down and work? Fucking put your head down and work, man. There was a client that didn't pay us a big amount of money that I had to work without a pay. So I had to go and DJ to make real money. Make ends. Yeah. And go and uh, brick in the day and then go to DJ until like midnight and then go back to work at six in the morning. You got like go brick back. dust falling on the vinyl or what's going on, man? There, Sometimes uh, probably, so, so eh? There was, uh, it's because I worked, right? I worked at construction. I know, but the thing four. is your fingers and you go there and you can't. Get rid of everything. I finished working at f- 4, 3.30 when I was DJing, and I had to be downtown at 5 o'clock, so I had to rush home and shower those showers. I was never really that, that clean out of that shower because I had to go like straight to be downtown. The fingertips, the nails, they were never perfect, man. No, they're not. No, but, look, but you're amazing. That's the, what I'm it is. The, I did the podcast, so I got my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny, I got one last segment, man, the 12 questions. You oh, ready for fuck. this? Yeah, you ready? Everyone's always lately. Everyone's been nervous about this, man. It's just because you know what you send me the papers, and I said, no. "Yeah, man, I'm gonna look it over." I didn't look at anything. <laughs> you, don't worry, you're not the only one that doesn't look over it. <laughs> They're like, "You should have gave us a heads up." I was going, "I did give you a heads up, man. Yeah, you got the everything paper. there." No, but I, I was telling Daniel yesterday. I was like, "We should listen to a few more of the pod, uh, yeah. the podcast." And then I'm like, "You know what? Fuck it. Just do it. Just do it. Just That's it. It's the best way, man. That's the best way." There's no right or wrong here, man. But okay, I'm curious okay, about Okay, there's them. no right or wrong. Good. There is no right or wrong. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. What is your favorite construction word? My construction? Word. Word? Pugna de cement. Something about cement? Pugna de cement. What's pugna? What's pugna? It's like a handful of cement. Ah. Yeah. Because, again, the old school Italian people that we work around all the time, right? There's always that guy. That man that when he sees the first day we start mixing cement, he's coming with his bucket and saying, can I take a little bit of cement? I need it to block a hole in my house, you know? <laughs> Happens every <laughs> fucking time. And and I'll, I'll put the it videos so up true, every man. fucking time. It is time. so true. Last, last year, the man literally walked by the pen and he took it with his hand. <laughs> And he walked away. I'll show you the video. That is the so true, <laughs> man. There's always one guy in that neighborhood. Always. Punya de Jement. What is your least favorite construction word? I'm tired. You don't hear that these days. No, nobody says that. Of course not. It's cold outside. Yeah, I know it's cold outside. The cold makes me tired. It's cold, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's cold. What turns you on in construction? Um, happy clients. What turns you off in construction? Old Italian people that I love very much. <laughs> no, it's dealing dealing with the with the older generation people. The older generation turns turns me off in that sense that I I feel so proud and happy to go and see them, and then there's that the turn of, the negative turn that I don't like because like, I want to just kiss them like my grandmother, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I know what you mean. Yeah. What is your favorite curse word? I don't really, I don't, I don't curse much, except for fuck. I don't, I don't curse much. I really don't. I'm a very well-spoken man. <laughs> I just say fuck all the time, but fangul. Fangul, there yeah, you go. Exactly. There what you is go. your favorite car, truck, or bike, or vehicle, anything, anything in the world? I would really like to have a Range Rover, like a really, like, crazy Range Rover. Yeah. My truck is pretty nice, too, though. I just got it. What do you got? Uh, Denali, a 2021 Sierra Denali, yeah. Nice. Bells and whistles, everything? 
Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But how do you feel getting into it when you finish your work? Then you're all dirty. You know what makes me feel more bad about it? This is just because I got a deal. I'm always looking for deals, so I took it because my lease was up and I got a good deal. What makes me feel more bad is that my dad drove to work in busted trucks. Yep. All his life. Yep. Rust. You know, rust. Clickety And the work trucks and whatever. Whereas, like my decision now, this is basically just because it's my. It's my work truck, but it's also my everyday driver too, yeah. you know? So I got the deal, I got it. But when I stop and think that I'm driving up to the job site and this fucking shiny truck and my dad, you know, he's been in rusted trucks all his life. That's the thing that makes me feel bad about it, you know? But I hope that he But he did that for a reason. I hope he feels proud about it at the same time yeah, too, because yeah, it's yeah. his. It's going to be his logo on the truck, right? Yeah, exactly. What's your least favorite car, truck, or bike, or vehicle? Dodge Ram. <laughs> There's such a hate for Rams, man. Not the last few shows. Last few shows have Dodge been a lot Ram of Dodge Ram or like those those guys that have like that want to buy bikes, but it's not a bike. It's like a tricycle with two wheels in the front and one in the back. There, I don't those even things. know what those things are called. I don't know. What are they? They're Can-Ams or something? I don't what know they what they're called. Well, they're, they're, they're not called motorcycles. No, I don't know what they are. They should not be on the road. What construction sound or noise do you love? My Uncle Mario whistling. Yeah? That's the sound of the happy that day. That sounds... He's whistling all day, every day when he's in a good mood. Nice. And he's singing. He has his like repertoire, right? So he whistles <laughs> and then he says a few words of like an Italian song and then a few words of like Despacito and, you know. I could totally picture the job site, man. I yeah, got to come out to Montreal and visit you, man. You I'd love to come out, man. Come, visit and, come and work. Don't come and visit. <laughs> you guys are going to kill me, man, if no, I come no, and you're, work. You're in shape. <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you hate? Oh, there's, the, there's always like... In us, right, with the cement mixer or the forklift, there's always when something's not greased properly and you start and you hearing hear it. And you hear it. Yeah, and you hear it and, and then it gets into your bones. Yeah. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Are we talking about in construction? No, anything. I want to be a rock star. You want if to be I a rock be star? Any, if I would be anything You want to be on the else, stage? In, on the anything, stage. I would love to be able to play guitar and sing. That would be my ultimate. Like, I would like to be John Mayer. Do like it. Say, no, Do it. No. Do Are you it. musically inclined? Not at all. Well, but I am in the sense of DJing and, and stuff. Like I am musically inclined, but I have no time. Most of the artists of today are not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They, they, all they're doing they're is sampling the from yeah. artists of yesterday. Exactly. That's all it is, man. We'll do another podcast about that. <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? Any, any office work, I think. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't be able to, to stay awake. It's like, hard. That would be my problem. Uh, last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Wow. We had all this bullshit talk, and now we're getting deep like this. Huh? I, it's always a good way to end the show. Uh, uh, as, as long as he tells me, like, hello, that means I'm there with him, so I'm happy with then that. You right? then just you just well. tell me hi, but that's, that's it. it. If he acknowledges you. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, come in. <laughs> I would like for him to say, come in and not go away. <laughs> That's it. Danny, it's been a pleasure to meet you, man. I know we've been talking for so long on Instagram back and forth, yeah. and I'm so glad that you came here to enjoy the weekend in Toronto, and then you're going to head back there. Head back tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to come to Montreal. Probably even set a day and then just record a few shows with other guys and yourself again. Maybe no even get problem. the old man on the show. See if he'd be interested let's in doing do that. that. Let's do that. Yeah, let's sir, just, that just for the there'd be stories there, man. Fucking let's do that. I'll sit my uncle around. and Every, That He's would gonna, be good. He can't, he'll speak. It. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I've had Italian guys on the show before, and he was concern no but my uncle would not even know what the fuck to say <laughs> why would, not it would be so fun it would be so much fun 
Unless, I will have my uncle Mario and my dad sit down and my uncle Edmed and we'll have all the old yeah, school guys. Let's do it. Let's just sit down and I'm gonna tell them we're gonna you know what? Let's let's sit down and let's eat and do it. Can we do that? Yeah, of course we can do that. Sit down. We'll let's make, set it up, honestly, man. I want to set it up. Let's set it up for next month for November sometime. I'll no come problem. up to you, I'll drive out to you, and okay. then I'll just uh, we'll set up a table, we'll make yeah. my aunts cook some food and let's, we'll do the podcast and eat. And then we'll just talk. And we'll just fucking talk. We'll yeah. talk about old school, man. Yeah. It might be the best show you ever recorded, or it might be the fucking <laughs> absolute no, worst it, it'll show. Be a, it'll be an amazing show, man. It'll be a totally amazing <laughs> show. It'll be interesting to see all the old school guys wearing the headsets and the mics and having this conversation, and then yeah, and veering <laughs> off from it, going, yeah. hey. It would take us so long to set up. <laughs> and I, I would just have to do this, pretend to take pictures of them, and it would make them all fucking awkward. You'd have content for like the next year. All yeah, that I'll have, the ideal is I'll have memories forever, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, That's what it would be. be. Let's Make it happen. Let's Honestly, do it. Let's do it. Let's man. do it. Let's do. Let's do this. Since you're you're famous on, uh, I'm not. Fa- I'm a regular contractor, man. Let's yeah. do what. What do you want to do? You have seventy thousand followers. Seventy, almost eighty thousand. Yeah. What a show off. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, let's do do a poll on. Let's let's release this podcast. Yep. If people listen, to it, do a poll on your Instagram about that, then we'll see if they want to do the old school. If, if they would, if they would want to, uh, as much as I that. love the the social media following, it's fucking happening. It doesn't matter what they say, yes or no. If no, they I say no, we don't want to do it. I just it. want it for my person. I want to be if as you, famous let's as do it. you. Let's on, do a poll. We'll Instagram. do a poll. I guarantee you that they want to do it because yeah. this audience is mostly millennials and they love listening. To the old school generation. I love it. Because they've gone through everything. Yeah. They've experienced everything. Yeah. And they want to know how it is to be there. Yeah. And then they can figure out what to do. Good. Good. It's important, man. That's why I think we have to cherish our old school people. All the trace people. We have to cherish them and we have to listen to them. Even when they're yelling at us, we have to listen to them. Well, me again, me and Mike say the same thing. There's sometimes they're yelling at us and telling us something. But they're teaching you. Fucking right. They're teaching you. all the time, you know, Mike, when in our younger times, like, what the fuck are they saying? And but then at this was, age, I bet you're learning the lessons. You're understanding and we the all, lessons. We always say it, it all makes sense now. Yes. All kinds of shit that my dad was saying. Like, what the fuck? It all makes sense now. It's yeah. all like they, they teach not the big picture, right? Them, it's the little things, that, I guess, trying to teach their mannerisms. It's all those little things that you only realize after fucking it all makes sense yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're teaching, man. That's why they respect them. Yeah, exactly. And, and we say they're not good teachers. Like I don't, I, they, they don't act like good teachers. But in the end, they're like no. good teachers. Yeah. But you're right, though. The older you get, the more you understand why. What the fuck they were saying? Yeah, yeah. but I, I, you can't tell somebody that this is what's going on when they're in their twenties or thirties. You can't tell them that. Yeah, they won't get it. It's 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 a different mindset. You, well, it, especially on job site itself, is that. You're doing it, and you're doing it your way, the way you think it's gonna is the best. And then after he's telling you how to do it his way, and, and it's it, it eventually ends up being the the right way, to the do better it, way, the too. Better, the faster way, or yeah, the, you know. Yeah. But you're just trying to be resistant to that. Yeah, now. exactly. No, no, All right, Danny, thanks so much, man. Uh, everybody, again, Danny at doskainc.com. Yeah. And then uh, on Instagram, at Danny Doska, and it's uh, D-O-S-C-A. D-O-S-C-A. C-A, yeah. right? And everyone, give him a follow and chat. I think that's it, man. We're out of here. Good, man. Thank you very much, man. Have a nice coffee. Grazie. Eh? No problem. <laughs>